I'm declaring war against the person who created the IMDb page, Small Soldiers 2, The Return of the Commandos. Because Is this still upsetting you? Yes, because I hate them for doing that to me. For making me think that there was a Small Soldiers 2. And just so everybody knows, this is a PSA. Oh, Apparently, no. this is just some bullshit you can do where you make a list. You call it a list. And it's basically like fantasy movie thing and then you can just put whoever you want in the movie and you just title it whatever you want and when you search for that movie on google this shit shows up so screw you iv13273 for making me think small soldiers yeah. 2 is real man we yeah let's let's do it i don't want to go to war but i'm ready to do something violent so let's do it yeah let's do it i'm gonna go on their profile and i am going to click report they have an imagination. Wait. No, I hate fine. I hate their imagination. Hey everybody, welcome to Tapes Tapes Tapes, <laughs> a podcast about old movies. You said we're jumping in. Here we go. Two feet. My name's Evan William Crockett. Who's that? <laughs> what? It's Josh. Yeah, whoa! He's he's over there. He's over there. Where's that? In Chicago. Where am I? Illinois. No, wait. uh, California. (laughs) Bay Area of California. We're going too fast. My mind isn't this fast. I know. You're making kimchi. It's okay. But yeah, this is a podcast about old movies from Josh and I's childhoods. We are best friends. We're arguably Josh is my favorite part of childhood. So it's only appropriate that we come together (laughs) every week and talk about these podcasts. Are you okay? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I'm your favorite part of childhood. Well, I, you're like my best friend. You've been my best friend since well, yeah. childhood. So there's so many memories that I have associated with you. I guess I don't consider. I mean, I would definitely. That's a say lot the to put on you. you. I guess that's no, 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 no. And that's not about a lot putting on. I just don't consider like when we knew each other as childhood. Like I, I wasn't a child. I know, but you're my oldest friend. So what am I gonna do? Be like. Hey, hey, I, I miss you. Teenhood. Um, uh, teenhood. teenhood, teenhood. Denny, Dennis Dorrell or Ian Cook or Christopher Fransky or any of those kids from Missouri that I don't talk to anymore, but I see on Facebook. Well, you still know their first and last names. That's something. I'm a good at that. All right, Josh. Well, we are. Uh, so, yeah, the podcast. At the end of this episode, we will give this movie a rating of either be kind and rewind or eject and reject. And Josh, or or a Belch and Welch. Ooh, foreshadowing. Josh, what did we watch this week? We watched our third Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> who knew it would be who Arnold? Would have... Yeah, who knew that Arnold would be our like top dog for this podcast? Yeah. Uh, oh, but which one is Terminator it? Two? Terminator Two Judgment Day. Ooh, not only boy. not only because it's Terminator 2, but because we got to keep up that we only do sequels. <laughs> yeah, I wondered. So Josh gave me a few options of uh, what to watch this week, and uh, they were pretty much all sequels. <laughs> they were, wait, were they? <laughs> yeah, they, it was like... Uh, well, you don't have to say them. Yeah, okay, don't we, don't, we don't say them, but it, was, it just was funny because I was, I was tickled by it. Um, cause we always, we always skip directly to the sequel. Um, uh, but yeah, I like sequels cause they're 
always they're always really something interesting to watch. They're never good. They're not always good. They're not always bad. They're just like, wow. I mean, it is interesting, especially if you well for this one, I, I had familiarity with it. This is this is from 1991's Terminator 2, uh, directed by, produced by, written by James Cameron. This is a James Cameron joint. Um, mm-hmm. uh, starring none other than Arnold Schwarzenegger, Linda Hamilton, Robert Patrick as the kid. Um, and yeah, this one, Terminator is, of course, in the American dialogue. There's a, um, there's a reboot happening now. I, I think it's, well, it's definitely out by the time this episode well, comes out. Yeah, they, they, this isn't their first time, too. And oh, there's no. been TV series and, oh my God. Yeah. Quite a huge, franchise. Huge franchise. Um, and if you watch the first two movies, uh, well, I mean, even if you just watch the first movie, you, you can easily see why. Um, but I would say I, I I never watched this as a kid. I never watched The Terminator as a kid. Um, the first one came out in 1984 or 83. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason I know that is my surprise for the week is that we watched both Terminator 1 and Terminator 2. So there goes your little game of skipping straight to the sequel. Boom. Well, yeah, you could just cheat and watch it in (laughs) context. Why is it cheating? (laughs) Because you're supposed to only watch the sequels. I know, I know. That's the only reason I do this podcast, (laughs) is to just have this gamut of of series that you only watch the sequels. (laughs) <laughs> I got you to hate Bruce Lee. Oh, I got no. you. To- <laughs> wow, what an accomplishment. <laughs> I got you to hate oh. Bruce Lee. Um check out our former episode on Return of the Dragon for for that context. Um but yeah, dude, we we Morgan and I sat down this weekend and um I, I'm not trying to put her on the spot, but basically she was like, "We let's watch the first one. And I was like, no, Josh is going to be wow. mad. And then she was like, but I'm going to be mad. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> now we know. Now we know which way the scales tip if there's two mads. <laughs> if there's two mads. I guess if I get mad at you, all that happens is we just record and I'm just being a little bit more loud. Yeah, <laughs> you, you live with Morgan. <laughs> Yeah, I live with her. I only talk to you like I a couple times a week. I just scream at you through a microphone on a Monday. Yeah, yeah okay. you you make well, that, editing cool. harder for me later on. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, so so See, I'm I'm fully terminated. I'm fully like in the realm. I watched we watched the first one Saturday night, and then we watched Terminator Two the second night. Um, wow. but as this being a, a your pick this week, what um. What did you? What was your relationship to this? Did you watch this uh, when you were a kid? Yes, th- this was uh, another classic in the long list of uh, Josh and his dad action movies that you watch whenever possible. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh my god! I like that. I watched. I watched this movie so much, but also this movie was. This movie is not, I don't want to say strangely violent and targeted at kids because a lot of that stuff in the 90s was, but still it is because this was huge for like kids in my age group. Like, you know, I'm 31 now, so I forget the age that I was when it came out. But like this was you were marketed like, for kids. You were really young, like, actually. When this came out, you were three. So you probably 
probably your dad just had it on VHS. Yeah, but still, like, when I was in, like, elementary school and, like, even early, like, no, yeah, in elementary school, like, I was, I was, like, looking for action figures and, like, all that stuff, Mm. even though I never got it, but, man, like, for, for something targeted at kids, it is violent and crazy and, like, I ate it all up. I loved it. It was so fun. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. because it's another, like, kid with a robot, like, movie, so I watch it all the time. Yeah, and I think that, you know, to to appeal to kids, obviously, this one, um, the the first one doesn't have a kid. If if you're not familiar with either of these movies, we're we're gonna spoil the crap out of both of them. Or I'm I'm gonna spoil the crap out of both of them. The first one is more um more of like a tech noir. It it almost yeah. has kind of a blade runner feel to it. Um It's dark. But at the same time it does and and this is me being actually maybe Josh is more of an expert on this. Um, I, I'm not as much of like an action um, person. Like I, I don't have as much knowledge about the action genre. But I I want to say that like the watching these first two movies, you're you're definitely seeing the blueprint for the modern action movie take place. Like this this is where yeah. the blueprint for just generic action movies are have just all followed the formula of of these these two movies and and it just or especially the first one and the second one really like drives it home um yeah but the second one but the the second one having a, a kid in it makes it even more appealing makes it even more kind of like um as Josh always likes to say, little white boy fantasy, right? It's like there's oh a little white God, boy so looks much. just like me, and now he's got this, and now he's got a, a a toy Arnold Schwarzenegger that he can play with, and like battling robots and guns, and he even gets to go to the arcade. He he does get to go to the arcade. He um, gets all in. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, really interesting. Um, the the. I find it's interesting the amount of time that goes between the first movie and this one in like the real world. Um, I don't know if you know any production backstory to it. I don't, but I assume there's, they just didn't know what they wanted to do with the franchise. Cause the second movie is very different from the first one. It's very different in terms of, of tone. So if the first one is more like Blade Runner, the second one is more, you know, again, I'm assuming that, that, the this listener hasn't seen either one of them um but the second one is more like oh like spider-man or something like just just kind of a generic modern action movie um yeah with a really high budget leaning more into some classic archetypes in like an action movie yeah yeah uh, the first movie is is more well re- well reviewed. You know what the first one has on Rotten Tomatoes? What? It's got a C note, my dude. It has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Holy shit! Really? Yeah, it has a hundred percent. And this one, I mean, not too bad. Ninety three percent. I I mean, I think they're both great movies. Yeah the the critical reception of these two is really fantastic. Um, which sort of makes it sad because the rest of them have have not soared to to the heights of of. These hey, first but that's two. why James Cameron is coming back to the franchise uh, and bringing back uh, 
Linda Linda Hamilton, his yeah. ex-wife. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, did he do the while. third one? I don't know. I don't think he did do the third one. I, don't I think, think he did. by then he was done. Maybe he was still producing it. Um, here, let me look like real Ang quick. Lee no, he he was done. He didn't direct it anymore. Um, mm. He actually he hasn't directed anything in a bit. Um, well, he did Avatar. He did Avatar, <laughs> and then Avatar 2 and Avatar 3 are going to come out. Um, but yeah, James Cameron, I guess this is our first James Cameron movie. He's like he's like Moneybags Magoo. He just spends like a billion dollars to make a movie. Um, and at the time, this one was 90, between, it basically was like $100 million to make, and it made a half a billion. So he makes that money. Um, he knows how to make something people want to see. Yeah, he. I can. I can feel that you have feelings about Avatar. <laughs> what? What do you? What do you mean? I don't know. I, I sense that you have feelings about. You're like he makes stuff people want to see, and then. Well. Uh, what What was wrong? What was wrong with Avatar? No, let's derail the the podcast okay. about Terminator. Uh, we watched Avatar: The Last Airbender, <laughs> oh, and no. boy, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> was I confused because I thought I was watching Avatar? <laughs> boy, oh boy, oh boy! I thought M Night Shyamalan and James Cameron are the same person to me. Oh man, they are kind of um, dun, dun, dun. in that they spend a lot of money. But I, but see, so this is something that I was asking Morgan because she because we were talking about like how much money James Cameron spends on these movies. From my from my book, if I want one of these people like a Tim Burton or an M Night Shyamalan, like these people who have, um, you know, these massive budgets, I'll take James Cameron every day, over yeah. uh, most other people. Like I would like, Michael Bay, yeah, or or even uh, Steven Spielberg. At this point, I'm like I'm kind of over Steven Spielberg. What about Nolan? Christopher Nolan, yeah, but he, that's like a different thing. That's yeah. he's like, hey, art house crowd, but also it's not that complicated. Don't worry, you can come in and watch. Uh, you can watch. That is the definition of Inception. <laughs> <laughs> what art house movie? But come on in, it's fine. The water's fine. Yeah, I'll just explain all of it. Don't worry about it. This is bullshit anyway. <laughs> yeah, and you can watch Matthew McConaughey, hey, hey, like travel through dimensions in space, and it's. It's fine. Don't worry about it. How many other movies can we talk about before we, we talk about Terminator talk about 2? <laughs> well, okay, well we'll we'll figure that out right after this short break. Hey tapes, tapes, tapes fans. This is Morgan, your fan club president. It's season two, and if you're like me, you've been thinking about how you can pay your fan club dues. I talked to the boys, and it's actually pretty easy. We can let our friends know all about the podcast and that it can be found on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and their website, tapestapestapes.podbean.com. Other than that, we can send the boys an email, we can pour our hearts out, we can write fan fiction, we can send in fan art, and we can send it all to 88tapesbaby at gmail.com. All right, I'm going to let the boys do their thing. Back to the show. Hey, we're back Musical. from the break. 
cats them. Okay, hey, hell. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot that O at the end. <laughs> hell. All right, so what did um, what did you find upon watching it this time around, Josh? Oh boy, uh, you know well, I, I like to ask. Movie. What I... was the context you watched? You watched it on your phone. <laughs> you hate that question. <laughs> it's because I did it like I did it a lot. Actually, you did. You were on your phone. But I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't live it. Well, I don't live in Edgewater anymore. I don't have a chance to like listen i'm complaining that my commute is short now <laughs> but i don't have start. <laughs> uh, i don't i don't have enough time on the on the train to like uh, really listen to anything uh, or watch anything i know life is hard um all right josh so what did you find upon watching it this time nothing else we weren't talking about anything else <laughs> i'm not crying what I find oh i found i have an extra tooth hey in my gums. Uh, what did I find? I don't, I watch this movie. I rewatch this movie pretty frequently in the grand scheme of movies that oh, is I that watch. Right? I didn't frequently. know that. Well, um, I'll probably watch this movie every. Actually, that's not really true. I'll watch it probably once every eight months or so. Mostly because wow, like, but that's like once on. a year. I know. Okay. Wow. So what do I, you it, what do you get out of it? Uh. <laughs> Well, uh, I just love it. Honestly, it's probably because I, it's it's got that. Um, I mean, I should be clear. I enjoyed it. I just i I've seen it before, but it it was back when I was like in my early twenties, I think, or uh-huh. maybe mid twenties. So I've I've seen it, but I can't remember. I've only seen it like once, and the first the same with the first one. But uh, but yeah. you, I mean, this is huge. You watch this like once a year. Yeah, I do watch this a lot. Uh, I rewatch it a lot because I think uh, I hadn't. Wa- I don't think I've watched it in a couple of years, actually. Okay. So this has been a while, like for for this, but I watch it because I think it's it always stands up to how I remember it. Because mm-hmm. like this this movie was like oh it was so hype when I was a kid of like the action and the actors and Arnold and yeah. all the all the shenanigans, and it's just I think boiled down to like what makes a good action movie this hits all the check marks Hmm, Uh, yeah just in terms of like how let's let's open up a book on just like you know how to make an action movie for dummies and (laughs) i think because you know it's in james cameron's hands and he's he's a crowd pleaser he knows how to at least make something like fun for people so i think it just holds up yeah and i i Oh, sorry. And I think those no, no, no. and I think they're the, the yeah, what also draws me to it is because I like my I like my action a little bit more real and gritty in like little ways. And like this shit happens in the '90s where you take a movie that's kind of like campy and makes puns, like RoboCop, and just randomly there will be like really gory scenes that are like, "What is going on?" Yeah, it's shocking. And it kind of happens in this movie too. Yeah, it's a little bit more balanced, but there's some like stuff where you're like, "Whoa, holy shit!" I think, but, the, and I love that. The first time I noticed that was the scene where, oh my god, we didn't do a synopsis. <laughs> shit! All right, oh, we don't need one for this one. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> it's uh, Terminator. You go back in time. Whatever. You you know it. Um, but the, the, the first time that I really noticed that was Linda Hamilton's character when she's in the, um, when she's escaping from the asylum and 
that that guy, that creepy orderly guy who puts her down and she's pretending like she's knocked out and he like licks mm-hmm. her face. And it it like kind of yeah. comes out of nowhere and you're just like, well, that's really shocking. And then, you know, two minutes later, she she unlocks herself from the bed and she goes and and he notices that like the mop handle is broken off and he turns around and she just is there and she just whoops that boy dude she just beats the ever-loving crap out of she, him well all all the violence in this is like really intimate like yes she, she she threatens to kill the the prison like the the guard the main guy the like, psychologist yeah role. yeah the psychologist by like getting essentially getting drano and filling a like yeah. a hypo of it and, and like putting holding it in his him. neck it was in his yeah. neck yeah, it's, it's so nutty. It's really intense. Yeah, the the action, like the the um, close quarters combat in this movie is really intense. Um, I also thought that that was kind of an interesting, like, it's kind of smart that James Cameron set up that specific scene that way because she needed to escape. We knew that she needed to escape, yeah. but it wouldn't have been enough if she just escaped and beat the crap out of that guy. James Cameron knew that he needed to set up this character as being utterly detestable by the audience so that then when she beats the crap out of him and then is able to escape, it turns into a moment of triumph as opposed to just like, oh, that poor orderly who just like works at that hospital. Yeah. I thought that was really, I thought that was really interesting. Like this movie has those kinds of details all throughout it, it, I feel like. Like James he the the way that like certain violent scenes are used in this movie is just so smart. Like it sets it off right at the top so cleanly of like how Arnold gets like transported into the world and like he walks. It's kind of it's a it's a little bit of a, a callback to the first Terminator movie. Yeah. But instead it's not just like oh he's come back and he's like straight up murdering a bunch of people he's like maiming them and hurting them but in a way where you're like rooting for him and then he like he's walking out of the bar to like bad to the bone and like stealing sunglasses (laughs) and he's it's just like it's this really weird balance of like the puns and like the gags but like really like putting cigarettes out on people and stuff yeah so i i here's what i'll say because i i had the experience of of what of having the first one fresh in my mind and because of that i i actually think that this one is is cheapened a little bit in contrast to the first one because when what? yeah because when the first one happened i remember thinking like oh man the soundtrack is so like delightfully 80s and um and really like it it's it's definitely its own thing and then in the second one when that scene happened when arnold took the biker clothes and then is playing bad bad to the bone i was like okay i i get it. i i i cringed a little bit because I just was like, eh, the first one really had this sense of place, whereas the second one is like, okay, is this what it's going to be like? Luckily for me, it those moments started to um, either they didn't stand out as much as uh, as that first time where Arnold is there with that song, but like, I think it just was a huge tonal shift that made me go like, 
okay, so the first one is better. And I do think that the first one yeah. is better from like an artistic standpoint. Um, but that's not to say the second one is not good. Yeah, I think it's how you're qualifying it because you could say that the first one is a better movie, but is it a more like it's definitely not a more palatable movie because it's way darker, like what much more like Yeah. You know, it, there's not a lot of reasons. It's scarier. There's not a lot of reasons for you to like pick it up off the shelf and rent it as opposed to like the second one because it's so much more of like an epic like it kids love it. There's something for adults. It's just like you put somebody like James Cameron behind it and he's going to he's going to make you your money back. Yeah, and oh like, for sure. With returns. To so that end of making like a a movie that like would eventually launch like one of the largest film franchises. Uh I that's that's one of the reasons why I like the second one better. It's not just because monetarily it like, you know, kicked off the franchise, but I think it just kind of balanced out the little bit movie a little bit more where it was mm. palatable. And it was, it had some, it had humor in it and it, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's it kind of like, um, it's just fun. Alien, it's kind of like Alien and Aliens, like Alien 1 and Alien yeah. 2, where Alien 1 is this like suspenseful, dark, macabre, um, sci-fi horror movie. And then the second one is more of like a straight up action. And I think that's a James Cameron one too, the second one. Yeah, um, right. He, yeah, he didn't. So. Yeah, he didn't do the first one, but I'm I'm pretty sure he he did the second one. Um, but uh, but that that's kind of that's sort of the the comparison that I would that I would make. Um, is that the sequel is more, f- more is more palatable, more kind of mainstream, um, but still enjoyable. And I think it was a smart move on their part because, uh, like Arnold Schwarzenegger is obviously a star that they wanted to see more of. So it's like, okay, let's turn the bad guy into the good guy by just saying he's reprogrammed, mm-hmm. which is fun because then there's that whole aspect of he's kind of both. But then you get to bring in this liquid metal cop and that terrified me as a kid and I still fucking love it. I love that guy. Yeah, he, he is terrifying. I mean, just the idea of that is is really scary. Um I think the, yeah, the only real critiques that I would laud against this movie are... um yeah, just there there's a couple of moments where if you're if you're not in the right mindset it couldn't be really cringy. I discussed one earlier. I also think the the end where Arnold Schwarzenegger's character needs to um basically be be melted down in the lava and then there's that shot of like he's he's being dissolved by the lava and then he like don't you dare disparage the thumbs up don't disparage that's that fucking gets me choked up sometimes it's so good (laughs) it's so good i couldn't do it it's like everything you could want in a cheesy action movie of course i'm here Uh oh hold on i'm here i'm always here let me call that boy back always here Hello? Hello, is there a man at my door? No, it's Evan. It's Evan. It's always been Evan. Knock, knock, knock. Who's at my door now? It's Josh. It's Josh. Josh. It's always been Josh. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> wait, oh, where, that's the Ding Dong song. Where did... Uh, ding Dong, get your door do- song. Ding Dong, get your door, get your door answered. Um, where did I leave off? 
that this movie is better than the first one. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Um, it's okay. So I, I, I think, are we ready or do you have any other like favorite moments that you want to recreate? I have a million favorite moments. All right. Uh, well, first off, I mean, anytime this movie does have a lot of re- replayability. I mean, you know, no, oh my, no I, spoilers I, for how the rating is going to go. But like, yeah, I, I kind of I almost regret that I haven't watched this one a bunch because there's so much that happens. I think it, the reason I love this movie so much is uh, there's pretty much every action scene, which is most of the movie, is unique and extremely memorable. Yes. Like every action sequence. Yeah, the, the, the scene the, where the, the truck ch- is chasing the motorcycles. Oh my god. The Even like them escaping the mall and literally yes. there's no other actor that could be more terrifying just running after somebody. Yeah. Just running after somebody is fucking terrifying. That was really scary. I mean, and yeah, and the, the scene where Arnold is fighting off all the cops. Like he, he's trying to distract all the cops so they can escape from the Cyberdyne building. Um, the, the ending scene where they're like fighting and, and with all the magma and everything and the, the liquid metal guys just like creepily stalking them. And yeah, yeah. This scene has so many standout moments. The, the apocalypse dream, which was probably the scariest part as a kid of like not knowing what an atom bomb is. And then. Dude, uh, Sarah that? Connor has a dream where yeah. one goes off like a mile away, less than a mile away from you, like probably probably a quarter of a mile. Yeah. No, maybe half a mile. And your just skeleton explodes yeah. on a chain like that. Shout outs. Actually, I watched um, shout outs to Kurzgesagt is this. Um, I have no idea how to spell it, but it's a YouTube channel where they he does these really interesting like um really enjoyable animations and it's always dealing with like a scientific subject and he actually talked about what would happen in like if if a nuclear weapon went off in a major city and it was really impressive because actually because i had just watched that like maybe a week ago and then in this movie from 1991 it was like oh yeah that's exactly what happens when an atomic bomb goes off there's a certain epicenter where all you see is light and then there's another epicenter where everything just starts to burn like everything that can burn starts to burn i can't remember it's i think it's like 10 kilometers around um so like this movie they they clearly did their homework and it was was horrifying like from a cinematography standpoint that's like one of the most classic scenes and it's just so dark he he does his homework and he just he doesn't hold his punches no that's what i think that's what makes him such a great action movie director it's like he doesn't he doesn't rest on his laurels like he's really i mean you know like love him or hate him love avatar or hate avatar but dude he he basically invented a a like you know the technology that so many movies use for motion capture now like we wouldn't have that without this guy like I I don't know. I just don't know that he. I was gonna say I don't know that he gets as much credit as he deserves, but also I'm pretty sure that dude's like a multi billionaire, so I think he's probably okay. Yeah, he's 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 walking out the door with more than more than his uh, he needs to have. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Eat the rich. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go eat James Cameron. I just want to eat him. I just want to eat him. 
Um, I feel like I might have interrupted you. Were you going to mention another scene that you really liked? I could, I could, no, I could go on and on about this movie. I just, I love it. I love action movies. Mm-hmm. I love just turning my fucking brain off when, you know, I'm watching these. And like this one, it's like you can have, it, you, you can coast on this one. And it is just so fun through and through. So then, I don't know what it is, but so then, why did you hate Avatar? I didn't hate Avatar. I I don't know how it got set up that I hate Avatar. (laughs) I feel like you just misunderstood my tone. I did. I went to college with I I I my uh I didn't go to college with somebody that was in this movie. I don't know why I was about to say that. Joel Moore went to my college and he was in Avatar. Oh, who's that? He was just, he was one of the guys in Avatar. He was like the one of the scientists that kind of looked like Fred, or no, uh, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Oh, he's that guy? Yeah. Oh, okay. Shout out to Joel Moore. Thank you so much for being our very first Patreon supporter. Uh, yeah, million thanks for dollars a week. There you go, Justin. <laughs> That's our, uh, check out our Patreon. It's at uh, Joel Moore, period, tapes, tapes, tapes. <laughs> he's on the payroll. Um, all right, Josh, I think we're ready. We're ready to rate Terminator 2 Judgment Day. What do you give it? Oh, boy. I give this a... Uh, a, a, a I give this a Be Kind and Rewind and... I give this a Be Kind and Rewind 2. And the 2 is metal and it's underneath it. It gets two of them. <laughs> oh, so it gets two Be Kind and Rewinds? It gets be kind and rewind, be kind and rewind, ex- except it just says be kind and rewind too, except in metallic font. <laughs> okay, I, I love it. Um, I am going to also give this a, a be kind and rewind. Um, it's just going to be a normal be kind and rewind. I'm not going to, uh, you know, because I I do think that um, it's a good movie for me. I'm a little bit artsy fartsy. So like I can hang with action movies up to a point, but then after that point, then I'm like, okay, I need, I need something a little bit more, but this one has enough like dark and macabre moments in it that I, I definitely think it's, it's worth your time. Um, even if you don't think that you like action movies or you don't think, you know, I think this one, this one would be a good place to, to start. Um, does that yeah. sound fair? That's fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's that's definitely fair. They do a really good job with Sarah Connor's character too. We haven't talked about her at all. Yeah. Well, we didn't really even talk about. I guess we kind of talked about Arnold, but we didn't really talk about like the characters. But definitely, like especially from from my perspective, having seen the first one and then the second one. Um, now, do you have the same kind of love for the first one? Like, do you watch it every eight months or so? No. no? Okay. You know, uh, it's weird when I, so I watched this movie a lot as a kid, but not the first one. And I think okay. it's because the first one, this is going to sound weird and not make any sense, but I think my dad or somebody was like, I don't want to watch, I don't want Josh to watch the first one as much because it's more violent. And that doesn't really that doesn't make, make a lot of sense. sense. <laughs> I, 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 which is why, like, I don't think that's the case. It's true that the first one is a much darker movie, so maybe it's like more scary for a kid. I don't know. I it's just it was more. I, mean, I just the, got into the second one because it's like easier on kids. Yeah, sure, it is easier on kids. I do I actually do think that probably less people die in the first one. 
but definitely there's a lot more violence more action in the second one um and also maybe it's a matter of like hey arnold schwarzenegger is like kind of a, a likable character i mean hell he was governor of california um so the first one was kind of interesting to watch from that perspective because he's he's purely a bad guy in the first one. Um oh, yeah. and he doesn't he didn't really do that a whole lot during his career. Um but anyway, uh my recommendation if you if none of that could convince you to watch Terminator 2, um my recommendation would actually be a little movie called Looper directed by Ryan Johnson. That, is that the first time you've recommended that movie? I think it is. That's a oh. good. That's a good movie. That movie, you know, I had a metaphor for that movie uh, when it came out, and people were like, "What did you think of it?" I said that movie is like watching, like some t- like essentially, uh, like if you had a bowl of Jello and it was somehow like magically given properties to like walk. And like, but the legs are on toothpicks. So you're watching this thing of Jello like walk down the street. And you're like, <laughs> oh man, this thing's gonna fall over. It's gonna plop. It's it, gonna die. It it's never gonna, does. It's not gonna work. And then it gets to the end of the street, and you're like, wow, I'm really surprised that held up. Yeah, it didn't fall over. I, that was Jello on toothpicks. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's one of the things that I that that's a great and uh, that's a great metaphor, by the way, for that movie. That that's I know that's like that exactly one. how I feel about that movie um and i surprised i think that the that's almost the reason that i like it is because you read it on paper and you start to watch it and you're like this can't work you got joseph gordon levitt like acting like bruce willis and he's going back in time brucey willies sorry i mispronunciated his name (laughs) but you you've got brucey willies and like how does this work and you know what it really delivers, I think. Um, so go watch Looper. Do you have any recommendations, or should we just leave it at that? Oh, just uh, Gormzy Radon's Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> Gormzy Radon. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to talk about Gormzy Radon. Why? Why would you think that? <laughs> Because who is that? Because you talked about you, don't know. you said Brucey Willies, and I knew Gormsy Radon wasn't far behind. <laughs> well, they're pals. We're creating quite the canon for tapes, tapes, tapes. <laughs> of just. Yeah, I'm not going to explain any further and ruin the magic. No, no, please. We love you, Brucey Willies. We love you, Gormsy Radon. We love you, Gormsy Radon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. Um, Josh has prepared. Um, a fact from the National Collection of Compendiums. Josh? Oh, all centipedes are made of tiny mice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, thank you for thank you for listening to this episode. <coughs> I hurt myself. Bye.